0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me is my host with the most, Mr. Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And today we really don't have just a set topic because there was nothing singularly big,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, but there are some smaller things. You know, in fact, I literally just got a text message from somebody asking me what today's topic was. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to respond back to him as we're doing this. But uh, just say general news. But anyway, and let me turn my ringer down on my phone because nobody wants to hear, you know, Megadeth. um, (laughs) Yeah, the opening riff to Almost Honest. That's my text tone. So... But anyway, you know, because yeah, there's just not a lot of, there was not a lot of news to happen.
1: Not really. I mean, there'll be, I mean, there was, but not, yeah, there were little, there were little things, but yeah, I mean, there was one, there was several little things and then one big story, but yeah. And even the big story, we're
0: not going to be able to spend an hour talking about it
1: no because it's a familiar story so
0: yeah you know what that sadly exactly it's a right. familiar story um but you know so before we begin i'll just go ahead and give our contact and listening info kind of early uh well maybe <laughs> so uh if anybody would like to email us it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast you can also find us on instagram at our armchairbookingpodcast you can find us on on Twitter at Booking Armchair. You find us on TikTok at Armchair Booking Podcast, actually, I think just Armchair Booking. Sorry. If you know, if you're watching us on YouTube, you already know we're on YouTube, but just about any audio platform you can think of, we're there. If we're not there, let us know. We'll get ourselves added. You can find us our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. You can also find Dwayne at fat underscore daddy73. Yep. And yeah uh, in in him and his family on his youtube channel, big and fat, and you can also find my other podcast at at the cubicle chat you know so if you it's just a way to get away from wrestling for a little bit yeah and we have something planned for this Wednesday, hopefully we've actually had it planned for over a month, but then we keep getting preempted for different yeah reasons.
1: things get different things keep coming up, so which you know how life goes
0: <laughs> yep and um before i forget i want to definitely want to give another shout out to tnc sports talk the throw in uh with justin you know he's been doing pretty good trying to get you know get that he's running solo right now trying to get it up and going yeah. definitely give a shout out to the hillbilly hill because i don't know if you notice but people other people are they're actually going from his sh- his tweets and they're like man i gotta listen to these guys because yeah I like them, oh yeah old school so uh the one episode we were on his show has really done a lot for us and i've been getting
1: several um several follows on my page on my twitter Twitter? okay yeah
0: just from the from ted yep yep because i uh, i wonder if it's the same ones i've been getting too i mean it's just been you know fantastic you know getting Mm -hmm. that um you know, so yeah definitely ted thank you very much I mean, I, yes, uh, yes that, thank that you. has really really boosted us and uh hopefully you know we can keep this going we'll have to have him back on the show we'll have to be on his show because we are you know we are trying to create our empire and yep. a big part of that so yep. um and blister hearts true crime cast go check those out they're not wrestling but check them out anyway uh just super great guys and they they were on jericho they've been on jericho's podcast 3 times and he and he's been on their podcast <laughs> you know and not even talking about wrestling because jericho has you know a lot of topics he talks about yeah you know so uh, i'm going to answer one more text and say we are about to talk about that because he texted and said man jeff hardy is in rush shape
1: <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah let me pull up the charges uh, so I can so I don't misquote quote anything. I sent you the soon as I saw it, I sent you the the link from Cultaholic on Twitter. He yeah. was uh, says Jeff Hardy was arrested early Monday morning in not sure, I'll probably butcher this name, Felicia County, Florida.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, well. mm.
1: According to an arrest report on the county's website, per the report, Hardy was booked at 12.45 a.m. local time on three charges, including DUI, driving with a suspended or revoked license, Mm. and violating restrictions placed on his license. Uh, His bond was $3,500 with the DUI charge itself, Costing $2,500. I saw an updated report um, just a few minutes before um, we uh, started recording. And they said that he had been bonded out uh, with the assistance of a bails bondsman. He was supposed to go to court tomorrow, but now it's saying that that court date has been canceled. But I know AEW has stopped advertising him for the Triple Threat Ladder Match for the Tag Titles uh, that was supposed to happen this Wednesday on Dynamite. So I don't know. That kind of leaves. I mean, once again, kind of leave, leaves Matt in limbo. This is this isn't the first time that Jeff has screwed up and kind of left Matt, you know, Matt in the lurch.
0: And here's well, there's a lot of sad things about the story, but when Jeff was released from w w e because remember um he all of a sudden had what they called erratic behavior
1: yeah, and he just left in the and, middle of a match, yeah, and, and went through the crowd. he didn't even go to the back, he went through the crowd to leave
0: and We defended him because you know, because we like that dude was also concussed. Yeah. Because when they did they did a urinalysis on him then and he came up clean. Yep. And so everybody was like, Okay, he just made the WWE, you know, eat crow.
1: Yeah. And then here it is. They even offered him, you know, you know, substance abuse help and he declined it because he said he didn't have any problems. But
0: and we thought, I mean, because I mean, he said, look, I'm clean. Yeah. What happened? What happened, Jeff? Yeah. And, you know, if anybody from Moore County is listening to this, and if you know Jeff Hardy personally, you know, because, I mean, like we've we talked about that. I mean, I, I know, know people who actually know him. I mean, this yeah. is like from, they don't know him. They knew him before he was a wrestler. Right. You know, um if y'all can do anything to help the man seriously, because, you know, or push him in the direction that he needs to go because, Mm -hmm. yeah, because when it comes down to it, he's the only person, he has to do it himself.
1: Yeah. He has to have some accountability for this issue because it's obvious he has an issue. I mean, there's, I mean, there's no absolutely no excuse for driving drunk there are you have friends you have family there's uber there's lyft there's Mm -hmm. cabs there's tons of different options of transportation that he could have used instead of driving drunk also he's driving on a suspended license so it's like he didn't have any business behind the wheel in the first place And... And, and here's the thing we've already had this situation with you know tammy lynn sitch yeah You know, and that situation ended in a fatality.
0: Yeah. Also in Florida.
1: Also in Florida. Jeff could have killed himself. He could have killed somebody else, seriously injured himself, seriously injured somebody else. There's just no excuse for, you know, being intoxicated and getting behind the wheel. And Jeff's got to take accountability for that. It can't, it can't be. Because when it comes down to it, just making the choice to drink, just making the choice to get behind that wheel after he's been drinking, it's all on him. He's the only one that can, you know, that can be held accountable for it. Nobody, you know, nobody put a gun to his head and made him take the drink. Nobody put a gun to his head and made him get behind the wheel after he took the drink.
0: And we even said before he even came to to a w which i mean it was a foregone conclusion he was going to be in a w
1: yeah i mean yeah. his brother was there i mean they were even kind of subtly dropping hints you know before he you know before he was able to sign and stuff like that everybody knew that's where he was going but i mean you get an opportunity at one last run because jeff's in his mid-40s his body is destroyed yeah I mean, the guy can barely, I mean, he is, and I hate to say this, but he is a shell of his former self. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell he is in constant pain moving around that ring. But, I mean, 30 years of jumping off anything that he could climb up on kind of catches mm-hmm. up to you after a while. I mean, that, that style, his style of wrestling is, honestly, I'm surprised his career has lasted as long as it has with his style of wrestling.
0: How old was Mick Foley when he called it a day? I mean, and I know he makes occasional appearances, but Mick
1: was in his uh, late thirties, I think, because yeah. he said he wanted to, he wanted to be able, his kids were still small mm-hmm. and he wanted to be able to play with his children. I mean, it was getting to the point with his knees. He couldn't even get down on the floor and play with his kids.
0: Yeah. And now, 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 granted, I know that feeling right now, too, because if something falls, I just have to debate whether or not I actually need it.
1: Yeah, me too. You I'm know? like, it, depending on what it is, I'm like, I get one of the big kids. I'm like, hey, pick this up for me.
0: Yeah, I have to have a plan.
1: I mean, I, I, can, <laughs> I can get down in the floor, no problem. Yeah. But getting back up is get a up chore like, sometimes. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm having waiting for the dog to come over. I'm going to use her and kind of push <laughs> myself up. But in all seriousness, though. Mick Foley, you think about the bumps he was taking. Mm-hmm. And, and then Mick Foley took some nasty, nasty ones. We always think about the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, we, we think about the other Hell in a Cell when when they actually planned it and he went yeah. through part of the ring. Yeah, um, His elbow drop onto the concrete. That was his finishing move.
1: For mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. there's some of the other stuff.
1: The, um, the spear through the flaming table at WrestleMania. Yeah. Those
0: for the most part, with the exception of the elbow, the elbow drop, uh, now, but that one was from a height of what four feet,
1: yeah, from you the know? ring, from like the ring apron to, yeah, to the yeah, concrete. sometimes he would climb up to the middle rope and do it, yeah, but yeah, four or five feet,
0: yeah, um, getting power bombed by Vader on the concrete, yeah, not
1: once, straight. but
0: not once, but twice,
1: yeah, because he taking like those, uh, straight, taking closed, closed fist. Full on strikes from Vader yeah. in the face.
0: But he didn't do those. And, and they were, Mick Fuller took some just, he said, horrendous bumps. Mm-hmm. And you see the toll it took in his body. Jeff Hardy took more and they were even more dangerous.
1: Yes. I mean, the higher, it's like the higher the platform, the more Jeff was, you know, yeah. enticed to jump off of it. And it's like y- your body can't do that constantly and i mean that's what jeff hardy is known for that's what he built his career on matt is more of the wrestler Mm -hmm. and jeff is the the high-flying daredevil and i'm hoping that darby allen pays attention Mm -hmm. i love darby allen i love his style he's a young guy but he's got he's going to have to eventually tone that back or he's going to be in the same situation that jeff's in physically
0: and if you look at Jeff, you compare Jeff's body type to Mick uh, Foley. Mick Foley even tell you, you know, he's not a bodybuilder. He would go into gym. <laughs> yeah. You know, but he said, uh, when he wrote it, it was either his first or second book, he was able to bench about what he was able to bench when he was in high school. And that was mm-hmm. not a lot. I mean, he was now he was strong enough. He could yeah. he could get the undertaker up into like a, a stump pile driver and things like yeah. that.
1: Well, and he said he worked on his, he said he worked on his cardio the most because he said at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how, you know, how jacked you are. If you can't go longer than five minutes, then it doesn't do you any good. Right.
0: Uh, Jeff Hardy was a football player in high school to the coach Mm -hmm. made him, made him choose between what he looked at like a professional sport or, you know, high school football at Union Pines High School. Yeah. And. You know, and because the coach honestly was questioning his eligibility, he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, he's also questioned going, look, yeah. you know, you could hurt yourself doing yeah. this. And so Jeff Hart, I mean, he was, he is an athlete. I mean, and mm-hmm. through, you know, and said so that might be what has kept him, you know, going could be,
1: but I mean, you could tell every time he hits that Swanton bomb, he gets up and immediately holds his lower back. Yeah. And you can tell. He's in pain climbing the rope. He's in pain doing just his greatest hits. When he does his greatest hits during the matches, you can tell he is in pain, constant pain. And it's like, you know, you've got this one last shot, you know, at, you know, one last run. Why would you screw that up? I mean, you've learned nothing from the, you know, you've done this in WWE multiple times. You've done this in TNA multiple times. It's like sooner or later, you have to learn from your mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody can teach it to you. You've got to learn from those mistakes.
0: And he's got kids.
1: Yeah. He's got a wife. He's got children. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, got... I wasn't
0: sure if he was married still yeah. or not, but
1: I think so. Last I heard he was, but even if he's not, he's got children you know, that look up to him, that depend on him, you know, as far as business goes, his brother depends on him, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, you've got to think about other people besides yourself. And, you know, that.
0: And nobody's going to hate him if he decides to hang it up.
1: Nobody's going to hate him. If he decides to hang it up, nobody's going to hate him, hate him. If he gets help. I mean, John Moxley admitted openly admitted he had an issue with alcohol and went and got treatment, went and got help and has been open about talking about it in front of, you know, the live crowd on AEW TV, there's no shame in getting help. If you need it, and, it's better and, to get help than to, than the alternative.
0: And you know what Moxley talks about it openly in the hopes that somebody else exactly do the same thing.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, when you know, I mean, if you've been down there and somebody helped you, yeah. You want to pay that forward. You want to help somebody else mm-hmm. who's in the same situation.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: You know, so, but the person also still has to want to be. Helped. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. And that's, you know, it's like with, you know, it's with alcohol or drugs or, any, you know, any sort of addiction. It doesn't matter how much people do for you. Doesn't matter how much people talk to you. You have got to be willing to make those changes you've got to admit to yourself Mm -hmm. i have a problem and i need to make a change
0: yes so jeff i mean we're all hoping and praying for you and like i said Mm -hmm. if anybody in moore county who's listening to this yeah you know i mean if you want to i mean tell them come to us not because we're we're being fans i mean because we're dwayne and i have also been open about our problems with alcohol back in the day yep you know um you know, it's been nine years now since I drank, and I know it's been a lot longer. For,
1: it's been uh, twenty. It's been twenty-one for me.
0: Yeah. So, it it can happen. So, but I will go ahead and move on. Um, because I was talking about other stories, and one that you sent to me, I think it was yesterday or last night.
1: Yeah. Um. Um,
0: because I actually said, "Well, I don't recognize it," because. I, I'll admit that I don't follow NXT as much as what I guess I could.
1: Um, Honestly, I don't follow it as much as I used to uh, before they changed to 2.0. Now it's one of those, I just mainly watch the YouTube clips and kind of keep up what's going on there.
0: But Troy was it two dimes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He played a character named two dimes. He was, uh, they have a character on NXT, Tony D'Angelo, they're doing a Sopranos type gimmick where he's like the Don of his family, and the and uh, there's a guy named Stacks and a guy named Two Dimes. Stacks, yeah, like like out of Goodfellas. Yeah,
0: they shot Stacks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know, and you know, play-
0: and you know who played Stacks?
1: Yeah, my yep. favorite actor, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's right, Mace Mace Windu. Um. But uh, the guy that plays Stacks, his name, his real name is Channing Lorenzo. Okay, and I'm, then they had to
0: give him another name. That name, no, scr- it's like right
1: there. They could right have there. just called. They could have just called him Lorenzo.
0: Yeah, and, yeah.
1: But, but that's WWE's mandate. Of you can't use your real name. Well, you it, can't use any uh, name that you used on the Independence or anything like that. So I mean,
0: they're going <laughs> for the the Italian mm-hmm. family.
1: But instead of I mean, doing right. it. Instead of doing it, like I said, with some class, they're doing the most stereotypical mob stuff that they can do. So one guy's named Stacks and the other guy's named Two Dimes. And Two Dimes got released. They call this
0: guy, Nicky, get the papers. Two times because he says everything twice. I want mean, to get the papers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, oh. but they the reason that has come out, they have not actually released anything official except for he's released. Yeah. yeah. They haven't released anything but him. Whatever I just said. <laughs> 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 they have not put out an official statement except for one that actually says he's been released. Right. It was Meltzer who, from his connections, his channels, yeah. Yeah. Uh, his snitches in the office, <laughs> that came and said it was policy issue. Yeah. And my response to that one, I was like, what the heck is policy issue mean?
1: Well, he, um, Troy Donovan released a statement on Twitter. I saw it earlier okay. today. He said that, and all he, he didn't really elaborate on what the policy issue was. He just said, you know, mistakes happen. You know, there's some, you know, things I have to work on. And stuff like that, but you know, I'm gonna, you know, make my improvements and you know come back better than before, but still didn't say what the thing was. I don't know if oh. it was just like an immaturity thing. That honestly he did that's something what immature. It, yeah. And they were just like, no. Here's the thing this is the the bad thing about this axe that WWE likes to drop real quick. He was a part of a Pretty big storyline on NXT. It was you have two factions. You have uh legado del Fantasmo. It's uh Santos Escobar, he's got two guys with him. You've got uh Tony D'Angelo, and he's got two guys with him. Troy Donovan, two dimes was with them. They had a match at a uh NXT special, absorbed both families into one. So they've got this big storyline going on of these two families having to coexist as one. And then one of the, one of the major players gets just gets released for policy issue for policy issues. And, but they're not saying, and it's funny, they're not saying what the policy issue was, but if anybody has like substance, substance abuse issues or they were quick to release a statement when Naomi and Sasha left, you know they were quick to release a statement trying to tell everything that goes on but they they're not saying what the policy issue was
0: if i had to guess because i'm of thinking in my head okay if it's something you know he admitted he they, did he
1: admitted he made a mistake so
0: so okay if it was anything racist or sexist towards somebody they would have they yeah. usually they usually say those things
1: yeah yeah, they usually bring, they usually put those yeah. up front. Yeah. I
0: mean, I'll admit, I mean, they're they're not ones to try to switch those under the rug. They're like, look, this dude said this. We're
1: mm-hmm. done we with him. Bye. We don't deal with that. and He's gone.
0: Yeah. We'll put him back in the Hall of Fame later, but Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, um, I lost my drink there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I should have waited for you to finish. But, <laughs> anyway, um, But so it makes me wonder if it if it's. I would think it's some kind of disciplinary issue, but it's something minor, but apparent, but it sounds like it's something that happened enough times where he was given warnings. Yeah. You
1: know, it may be. I'm hoping that I mean, I hate to say anybody get fired, but I'm hoping that if he had to be let go that it was one of those things where he had multiple chance, he was given multiple chances. That's what it sounds like. And then something else happened and that was the final straw. I hope it wasn't just, Oh, he did something stupid one time and well, we got to let you go.
0: Right. I mean, unless
1: he, unless he wasn't improving on the, on the speed, I guess you'd say that they thought he should be improving and then he did something dumb and that was their way to just cut him loose, without having to say that you weren't improving enough for us.
0: Well, I wouldn't think they would have him in, you know, one of the the NXT. I mean, it is on it. It is NXT. It's not one of the the main. Yeah, it's not roster. Raw or SmackDown, but, but I mean, it's still a main. Develop-
1: yeah, it's still a main brand. I mean, for yeah. your for your developmental brand, they were, you know, one of the central stories.
0: Exactly. So i mean it could be a matter of constantly showing up late could be you know uh now granted Bret hart apparently had a bad habit and like, he didn't just show up a little late Bret hart used to show up hours late
1: yeah they said Bret hart was not very punctual <laughs> ever yeah
0: and and i would have some issues with that but yeah uh and that's not just the military in me even though that is a lot of, <laughs> a large part of it Yep. Um, that's just yeah but that's I mean, just I've, common common courtesy in kind yeah,
1: and that's that's just me, it's like if I've got to be somewhere, I like to be there at least fifteen minutes early,
0: yeah, always always shoot for fifteen minutes early, yeah, you know that's i don't I don't want
1: like get somewhere if i'm if I get somewhere exactly, say I have to be somewhere at eleven and I get there at eleven, I feel like I'm late,
0: right, so but I mean, I think it'll it will eventually come out, you uh, know, and I think it would be it it'll be a case of we warned him and we warned yeah. him. And, I mean, yeah. he may have been a disciplinary issue. He may have snapped at the trainers. I mean, we don't know.
1: Could be. I mean, as and the way WWE, way some of their trainers are well, not necessarily trainers anymore, but uh because I got rid of Bill DeMont, but uh, yeah. some of the producers, it's like you say the wrong thing and you're in mm-hmm. trouble. So uh
0: but he's gone now from the WWE there. They said a year or so, whatever it was, couldn't have been too serious because they did say they'll give him another shot in a year. If he's yeah. To come back. Yeah. So it must've been, you go take a year off, go work on yourself. Yeah. Come back. But somebody else who left the WWE and I'm guessing this is for good. And and they left on, on good terms. Um, Cause she wasn't wrestling anymore. Anyway, she can't, she'll probably right. never get clear again. That's Paige, You know? Um, yep. Yeah. Um, also known as Soraya, also known, um, what's her real name? Soraya Knight, yeah, yeah, that was, yep. um, uh, actually, well, I think her last name was actually Bavis, mm-hmm. um, but she went by Soraya Knight because her, yeah. uh, she's a second generation uh wrestler from Norwich, England. Yeah, there's a movie about her. Her
1: funny, first um, match she- was against her mom, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, when or either her, either her mom or her brother mm-hmm. when she was something like 13,
1: yeah,
0: and because they needed to like. When he, the so-and-so had to drop Get in there Yeah and, All right So me and me, I, Like I said there may have been against your mom uh, If you've never seen the movie Fighting with my family uh, The movie is I, I think it was fantastic
1: Yeah, it's good
0: Yep So
1: They said that it was um, It was WWE's idea To release her Because basically They didn't have anything for her. Right. Um, I don't know I find it hard to believe With her talent They couldn't have found her Some kind of on-screen thing to do Manager.
0: They they tried having her as a manager at one point, but then they it just they well
1: she she managed she was managing um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and then they ended up deciding to split them up. So then Paige didn't need to be the manager anymore. And
0: (sighs) Mm, um, all right all right (laughs) wwe look here we dwayne and i've been telling y'all now for almost a year you need to listen to us okay we know we're not on the level of ted we're not number one in antarctica in my space
1: exactly but we
0: haven't haven't won the awards he has but we're trying how could you not find something why do you can you could have had a great faction there page has been in the wrestling business since she was over 13 years old i mean her family i mean the movie was apparently pretty accurate yeah you know showing her family Now her family's rough don't get me wrong i mean (laughs) yeah there's some other things about the movie that were pretty true yeah but she has a great wrestling mind
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you should be able to use her in some capacity within your company
1: i mean a great wrestling mind i mean charisma it factor i mean she is completely over with the crowd you know her music hits crowd loses their mind she could be a great manager she could be a great trainer you know Mm -hmm. i know she physically can't do a whole lot but she she has a lot of knowledge that she could give and i don't know why they haven't used her in like nxt i mean nxt could i mean if that's your developmental then use somebody that's been in the business i mean pushing 20 years yeah i mean and she's i don't you even
0: know, think i don't even think she's 30 yet i don't
1: think she's 30 yet but i mean she's a she's already been in the business like you know that long yeah 15 16 years and it's like how could you not use her and that was their thing they her contract her current contract is up um july 1st and they chose not to resign her so I mean
0: it was an amicable split and mm-hmm. she even has even put out her own messages yeah. know, think, thinking the WWE and she said there's no nothing no hard feelings at all on either side you know it was just it was it, that one actually was a business thing like we don't have anything for you. Yeah. I don't agree with them not having anything for but Yeah. but they were not
1: hoping to be able to wrestle again. She said never say never. Um, she said everybody's neck issue is different, but she's like, she said, I'm using edge and Daniel Bryan as inspiration to see, you know, what can be done. She said, uh, somebody asked her on Twitter, if she would go to AEW and she's like, uh, she said she'd go if the money was right. Can't falter. know your worth.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I granted, you know, where I want to see her go. Yeah. NWF, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm and I'm pretty sure all the NWF army would love to see that too.
1: Speaking of NWF, um, I meant to text you. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. Uh, NWF alumni, uh, machine gun Carl Anderson yes. won the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Open yep. Weight Championship this past weekend.
0: Yep, I don't remember who I saw who tweeted it or put the message out, but yes. I did see that. Yeah. So that, that's, that's awesome. Yep. Um, And th- a lot of people don't realize the NWF for as small of an organization as what it is.
1: Yeah. They have far reaching ties. Yes,
0: they do. I to mean, pro, you look to at pro the, wrestling, man, look at the talent they yeah. put out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've got, you got Carl Anderson, you know, seven time tag champion. Um, Actually, he's got more tag titles because him and him and Luke Gallows, um are seven time tag champions between um impact new japan and wwe but carl anderson has also held the uh new japan tag titles with uh he was albert in wwe oh uh, but he went by giant bernard in uh new japan and him and giant bernard held believe they held the tag titles twice so I mean, Carl Anderson has got nine or ten tag team titles on his resume with different companies, plus you know the current open uh, open neverweight champion. So um,
0: the guy you're saying is Albert. He's one of the head trainers now. Yeah, he, um, he,
1: Matt Bloom. Is Matt Bloom,
0: um, just fantastic wrestler.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, he was a monster over yeah. in um, New Japan.
0: He's one of those like, big dude who does moves that big dudes shouldn't be able to do. Yes. and I'm
1: trying to think of Abyss. You got Abyss, who is a uh-huh. former uh NWA world heavyweight champion. Uh he's former X Division champion, um, former tag team champion. Uh-huh. I mean
0: And now he's, he's an agent WWE. You 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 know what I said. I said what I said. Yeah, but
1: uh definitely if you're in um, the Ohio areas definitely support, you know, NWF. Uh, they have far-reaching ties.
0: Former guest on our show, Wildcat wow. okay, Chris yep. Harris.
1: Absolutely, multiple times. Yep, NWA World Tag Team Champion.
0: Well, so apparently he just made an appearance again on Impact.
1: Did he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because they're doing the uh, Impact Originals versus uh, Honor No More. It's like the some of the people that uh, came over for Ring of Honor. The original ring of honor before tony khan bought it and, uh, and, and Chris
0: and chris said dude, he uh, i mean i know you've not, you've not had the chance to meet him in person yet mm-hmm. uh that will change whenever you you know you bring your butt up here and you know you <laughs> <laughs> come stay with us we're gonna go watch some nwf uh but he has been nothing but a gentleman you know he's actually when he sees me he's always gonna he always gets a big old smile on his face hey man how you doing you know and you know, so he's just a great guy, you know, and I've actually met his wife too, Shannon. She's great as well. Uh, just great people all around, you know. So, um, so I'm happy that if people are associating us with the NWF, you know what? I'm definitely not complaining because it is a great oh, organization. Absolutely. You know, so, but talking about um, Luke Gallows, or no, Carl Anderson, mm-hmm. when the IWGP title, was that part of Forbidden Door, or it was going to be part of Forbidden Door?
1: Uh, no, that was just um, just a one-off or storylines within New Japan. No, that's not. I don't, as far as I know, it doesn't have anything to do with Forbidden Door. Um, they've got stuff going on in New Japan, plus they're feuding with the Briscoes and Impact because the Briscoes are currently the uh, tag team champions in Impact.
0: Okay but well, something that you told me before we start recording those talking about forbidden door and here's where the business side and politics comes into play mm-hmm. wrestling. And then it's, it's wrestling is still a business. Yep. So, but you're saying the Lucha brothers and Andrade are not working Forbidden door,
1: right? They're having this, this mini tournament to determine the first uh, all Atlantic champion, which is going to be kind of like their international title since they have or a working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, New Japan Pro Wrestling has a working relationship with CMLL out of Mexico, which is a rival promotion for AAA out of Mexico. CMLL, AAA do not like each other. Andrade and the Lucha Brothers work with AAA. So now they can't Wrestle on Forbidden Door because they can't wrestle any New Japan Pro Wrestling talent because of the political aspect between them and CMLL, which basically gives away the match, the upcoming match between Penta and Malachi Black. That's one of the tournament matches. So, you know, Malachi Black's going over. Uh, because there's going to be a fatal four way at the um pay per view at Forbidden Door to determine the new champion. Uh, PAX already in, um uh, representing the United Kingdom. Um, since Lucha Brothers can't be in it, then Malachi Black will go over. You know, he's from Amsterdam. Um, uh, And then another match is, on this week's Dynamite, is Ethan Page from Canada and Miro from Bulgaria. I'm sure Miro will win. So, And then I can't remember who the the last match is. But, yeah, the political side of pro wrestling rears its ugly head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when... And it's just... uh... And that sucks because you have three mega talented athletes Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: should be representing AEW on this show and can't due to politics from other companies that they are, you know, that they have a working relationship with.
0: And for anybody who may not deal a lot with business and the, the the political side of what we're saying, they could, however, they would find themselves Blackballed from other yep. events.
1: Yeah, they would find themselves so, if they went ahead and did and worked Forbidden Door. They would find themselves blackballed from AAA.
0: Yep, because like you worked with the competition.
1: Yeah, know, and and see, what's weird though is Andrade uh, worked um, before he went to WWE. Worked there. Um, but CMLL is still mad at Andrade because he left there to sign with WWE. Oh. See, so it's it's a lot, just a it's lot a nice soap of soap opera. Yeah, some of it's politics and some of it is just pettiness.
0: Yeah. I mean, now there's some wrestlers out there who could get away with it,
1: mm-hmm. but you're
0: talking like Conan. You know, yeah, and I'm saying because of Mexico,
1: Conan. And here's the thing: Conan could get away with it because Conan just will not. He he does not care. He's yeah. just going to. Conan's at that point, and he has built his legacy to where it's like I'm just going to work who, with who I want to work with, and if somebody over here doesn't like it, oh well. And you know, I remember watching Conan WCW. I always liked him.
0: You know, when mm-hmm. he was part of the NWO, his um was it the Tequila Sunrise finish move? Yes. Yeah, w- I always like w- that. Great submission move. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, he's really good.
1: Especially the roll through into yes. it.
0: Yeah. And just the way he did things, you know, always kind of, you're like, okay, he's, you know, he's always focused on it. You yeah. Know, kind of kind of reminds me of a little bit of Jake Roberts, because Jake Roberts is mm-hmm. always laser focused. Yeah. I didn't know at the time that they were calling him the Hulk Hogan of Mexico.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. He was he a was huge that star. big. Yeah. Yeah. He was a massive star in Mexico. uh, Conan was a lot of the reason why the cruiserweight division was so successful because he was the one who brought in a lot of the luchadors.
0: And sharp businessman, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, he's, well, he is affiliated with one of the promotions. Is it AAA or is it. Um, uh, I'll have to look. I can't remember. I know he's worked for both in the past. Well, actually there's your answer then which one's he affiliated with? Whichever one he wants, whichever
1: (laughs) one he wants. Yeah. And but right now, he's um, right now, he is working with major league wrestling.
0: Okay, forgot about them. Um, because when I think about when I start thinking like Mexican promotions, that's not one that really that really jumps mm-hmm. out at
1: me. He was the first ever CMLL world heavyweight
0: champion. So there you go. I mean, yep. he's uh, but you know, some of the other wrestlers like Flair, Rick Flair, even though mm-hmm. he's now. Andrade's father in law. Yep. Flair could get away with whatever Flair wants. Yeah. You know, but Steve you've got to
1: be that high profile. Like
0: you gotta be, I mean, you've got to be up there. You,
1: yeah. I mean you've got to be a Cena, a rock, an Austin, a Hogan, yes. a Flair. You've got to be I mean, top of the mountain type people.
0: Right. Where if you try to blackball somebody, that's it's gonna come back on you. Yeah. So uh But, I mean, that is a shame that they're not going to let them in there because, like you said, three mega-talented guys. Uh, Actually, every time I think Andrade, I think that – I don't know what to call it, like the spider in the web move where he's going to ropes and all of a sudden he he kind of gets himself – looks like he's caught in between the top and the middle rope, but he kind of – and he's kind of hanging there like, hi.
1: Oh, the Tranquilo. Tranquilo, um, yes. Because that came from – because uh, Tensu Naito does that in – New Japan pro wrestling that comes from uh, uh, a, a group that Andrade was in, in uh, CMLL. They uh, okay. uh, Ingo Nobles. It's uh, the ungovernables. It was him okay. and Roosh and uh, Naito. Cause in Japan they'll send uh, younger wrestlers on an excursion to either the united states or mexico naito was on an excursion to mexico was involved with that group and came back to new japan formed his formed an offshoot of that uh uh, but yeah andrade was in that and that's where that's the tranquilo yeah
0: love that move (laughs) Uh, and and it's not like it's really doing anything to the opponent just no but he's just just sitting there looking like like huh (laughs) <laughs> and when Zelina vega when he would do it and she would get up on the ring apron and kind of lean right under him, doing the same yeah. thing look at all oh, i was like I, I was like that's awesome
1: yeah
0: it's not gonna hurt somebody it's just gonna make them mad but that's the whole yep. point mm-hmm. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> you know and we're talking about like mexican wrestlers i mean I, i'm trying to get all these nice segues in here um and we have a mexican-american wrestler and i had not heard this story so you'll definitely have to tell more of it thunder rosa she's being accused
1: of sandbagging Uh, she wrestled uh marina shafir on um aw dynamite for the women's world title uh there's been stuff on twitter i just saw it today um that she had been accused of sandbagging shafir during the match um i watched that match it was an excellent match um you know, Obviously, Thunder Rosa won, um, but I didn't see really see, because a lot of times it's with sandbagging. You can kind of tell if somebody's sandbagging another wrestler, yeah. and I didn't see any evidence of that. Um, there was some tweets that went out that was uh, talking about the sandbagging, which was liked by Marina Shafir and Britt Baker. So I don't know how much of this was legit and how much of this is just wrestlers using social media to further storylines. So, right, it's kind of those it's cuz that's I mean that's how a lot of wrestlers and smartly it's how they build their stories. They use social media to, you know, keep their presence out there. Um, just from what I know, just from what I know and I obviously I don't know Thunder Rosa personally, but just from what I know of her through talking to other people that are in the business, I I just don't see her doing that. She she just doesn't seem like the type of person that would do that. That would just sandbag somebody.
0: Uh, you know, especially considering I mean, she runs her own promotion. Yeah. And you know, talking talking about politics, I'm pretty yep. sure. Yeah. If she got a reputation of doing that in the ring, people were not. They would not want to work with her in her promotion.
1: Right. And uh, every time you see anything on social media about her, this is the first negative thing I've ever seen about her on social media. Everything else you see, they talk about what an you know, amazing experience it is to wrestle in her, you know, in her company. What an amazing person she is! She's always professional, things like that.
0: Well, think about this: we had somebody actually come on our show and tell us that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you know, that'd yep. be
0: uh, Big Mama. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. She told us. that. I mean, she had nothing but good things to say about yeah. Thunder Rosa.
1: So I don't know how much of this is legit or how much is just, you know, they furthering storylines with, you know, Marina Shafir and Britt Baker.
0: It's a weird way to to kind of further a storyline.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it is.
0: <laughs> oh, but but you know, speaking of weird storylines, and I've been missing Smackdown and you know, here lately, but apparently Riddle's getting a title shot.
1: Yeah, originally he was supposed to be he was supposed to get the title shot at Money in the Bank. That was their original plan was him at Money in the Bank, Orton at SummerSlam, McIntyre at Clash at the Castle. They pulled Roman from Money in the Bank, so we don't get that match. So Roman's going to defend the title on free TV. I find that dumb. <laughs> Just, we, Just try to to speak,
0: we try not to speak negative about People just, and organizations, but sometimes just,
1: just to be blunt about it, I just find that dumb because maybe baby's ugly, call it ugly. It is, you know, you want to keep network subscribers. Roman is the absolute biggest star in your company, but then you're going to have a pay per view with world title implications with money in the bank and not have your world champion present. But anyway. So Riddle is getting his title shot this Friday on SmackDown. Paul Heyman was on Miz TV, I uh, believe, at the beginning of Raw. He said that if Matt Riddle doesn't beat Roman Reigns for the championship, then he can never challenge for the title as long as Roman Reigns is champion. So they've just pretty much said Roman's winning. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and and I mean, I, we all know how that goes. That they've used that stipulation. A hundred times. It's a recycled
0: storyline. We know that. Yeah, and it's but,
1: always the champion always retains.
0: Um, because I'm trying to think, there had to have been at least one where I
1: can't I can't think of one where the champion went. Well, did Zick, Did they put that stipulation in place when the when uh, Dolph Ziggler was challenging the Miz for the Intercontinental title? It was at No Mercy. Oh, that was uh, like 24
0: 20- Fifteen was it?
1: Uh, no, it was 2016. 2016, okay. Yeah, because we around uh, that time. Yeah, um, I can't, be- I can't remember if that was a stipulation or not. I know they main evented that pay per view, uh, him and the Miz, which it was an excellent match. But I can't remember. Um, I can't remember anybody. I can't remember a challenger ever beating the champion when that stipulation was in place.
0: And, and the stipulation is if they don't win the title.
1: Yeah, they have, not, yeah, they have to win the title. Yeah. Not just that. I mean, they could beat the champion by disqualification, count out, whatever. But if they don't win the title, if Riddle doesn't win the title, then he can't challenge for it as long as Reigns is champion.
0: Because we all remember SummerSlam
1: 1993.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and... Get, you know what? If they have balloons falling on the ring for Riddle, I can't. You know, I, I, you
1: know that that's. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> 93 SummerSlam, Luger wrestled, Lex Luger wrestled Yokozuna for the WWF title. Luger won the match by countout because he hit. Luger, Lex Luger legitimately has a metal plate in his mm-hmm. forearm from a motorcycle wreck. Well, he hit yokozuna with the forearm yokozuna falls you know falls out of the ring can't get back in before the 10 count luger wins the match did not a win count the out. title on the, yeah won the match on a count out but they're dropping balloons and confetti and you know he's waving you know he's waving and, and a flag and they're
0: playing the stars and stripes forever
1: baby faces came out and put him up on his on their shoulders and stuff and it's like he won by he won by count out. Yokozuna is still going home with the belt. What are you celebrating?
0: Yeah, and and if anybody, if you really want to, you can go in our archives, and you can find us. We we actually did a review, I guess, of SummerSlam nineteen ninety three, mm-hmm. and we did it in August last year. So go in the archives; you can always find our shows in the archives. And while you're there, actually give us a five star rating, give us a review, let us know how we're doing. I mean that 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 can only help us, right? So, but yeah, you can go find this. It was dated August 17th, 2021. That's when Dwellyn and I, we actually did that show. Mm -hmm. So either way, I I mean, like you said, Riddle's not going to win the title. It's a recycled storyline, but it's one, thankfully they have not used like every six months, like the way they seem to do everything else.
1: Yeah. They haven't used it in the, in a while. So it, it, it will help build Riddle up as a credible challenger, but it's just another example of their booking, leaving no mystery to anything because everybody knows Roman's not losing the title. He's not losing it to Riddle. He's not losing it to Orton. The only way I can see him losing the title is if he loses it to Drew McIntyre at the pay-per-view in Cardiff to get I can that. See
0: that. Yep, because I was thinking, well, the whole hometown crowd, but mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre, because I mean, yeah, he's he's Scottish, he's not Welsh,
1: right? So who, but I mean, who's who's left? I mean, right at this stage in his career, Orton does Orton doesn't need the title. You Mm -hmm. know he's had fourteen of them. I I don't
0: want to. I don't want to see him with the title again. Anyway, no, I don't either. Nothing against him, but it's nothing against
1: him. But you know you've had it fourteen times. It's like I'm fine with him challenging for it. I'm sure it'll be an excellent match. Yeah, but he's not winning it. He shouldn't win it. If anybody give it to Drew, let Roman take a little time off. Let him come back. Let him start building towards him and the Rock at next year's WrestleMania, because The Rock does not have any movies lined up the first quarter of the first, actually beyond the first quarter of next year. So he's open. He could do a match if that's, and that's the match they've been wanting to do. It doesn't need the title. Mm -hmm. This is like like Brock and Goldberg, which they made the mistake of putting the title on the line, but this does not need the title. You've got the absolute biggest star in WWE right now. The absolute, one of the absolute greatest of all time. One of the, you know, the absolute biggest star in Hollywood.
0: Never would have thought that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> die, and, Rocky,
0: die. That's going to be yeah. the biggest star in Hollywood. You biggest, be, yeah. I never would have. You know. I wouldn't
1: have thought it either, but he's yeah. absolutely the biggest star in Hollywood. The family ties. It, the story tells itself, you know, Roman's, yeah. you know, you know, Roman's this megastar. You know, Rock is this megastar. Roman's this megastar. He's the tribal chief, head of the table is what he calls himself, you know, clash of family members to see really who is, you know, head of the family.
0: You know, because Rock Rocky, you know, Dwayne Johnson, his granddad was this is they yeah, it was a nickname, but it was a real title, high, high chief. chief. Yeah, Peter Mavia. Peter Mavia, yep. So Rock could easily come in there and say, who are you to call yourself the tribal chief when I'm here?
1: Yeah, when I'm here and my grandfather was the tribal chief. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the story tells itself, but I'm just afraid because WWE thinks they have to put a title on the line with every story. And it's like some stories do. I am old school and I still feel like the championship, should always be the number one priority, but every now and then there is a match that I can make an exception for that is a little bigger than a world title Mm -hmm. match. Like Rock Hogan at Wrestlemania 18. Did not need a title. Didn't need a title. Should have been the main event. Yeah. Uh, This match, Rock, Rock and Reigns should be the main event. Absolutely does not need a title. You're going to sell Wrestlemania as soon as you put a graphic up that says The Rock versus Roman Reigns, you're going to sell out WrestleMania.
0: Well, we'll buy tickets right then. I mean, yeah. I don't even, you right know, where it, I don't even yeah. know where it
1: is yet, but yeah, yeah.
0: we would right figure then. out a way to get there.
1: I mean, yeah. this is one of those, this is one of those like Rock and Cena type things.
0: The first, the, the, first, the first one, the lifetime. Done,
1: or... They shouldn't have done it again. They just got greedy and they're like, oh my God, it made so much money over here. Let's do it one more time. But then yeah. we're going to put the title on the line.
0: Yeah, they named the movie The Last Jedi. The next movie, they might as well name it We Found Another Jedi.
1: Yeah, we found one more.
0: <laughs> found one more.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, I think Roman will drop it to Drew McIntyre. I think that, okay, I think that's what should happen. I think he'll, he'll I, drop it to Drew.
0: I don't think that would be an unpopular move.
1: No, because Roman is still hot. So mm-hmm. have him drop the title while he's still hot before it gets to where people are like, oh my God, this has gone on long enough. There are, there are a small majority of people that are already at that point where they're like, okay, his title reign's gone on long enough. I'm not one of those people because I'm still enjoying the title reign. I am,
0: but I, it's going to get old on me if he doesn't start defending it.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. They shouldn't have they shouldn't have unified the titles. And I'm I'm for one at the beginning was like they need to unify the titles. But I say they shouldn't have unified the titles because they didn't have a plan of what they were going to do once it happened. Right. And now with Reigns working a reduced schedule, you just have no world champion at all showing up. This was the and somebody had a good point on I saw on TikTok. Storyline-wise, this was the exact same thing when Roman was a babyface and chasing Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. He was always complaining that Lesnar didn't show up for work, that he was there yep. every week, and Roman didn't show up for work, and Roman was the champion. And, I mean, Brock didn't show up for work, and Brock was the champion. Fast forward, we're in that same position with Roman.
0: It's kind of like that one meme with the dude. He's always playing. says, like, can't lose a title if you don't defend it
1: exactly <laughs> yep, exactly yep you can have a oh, you can have like a thousand day title reign if you never defend it
0: <laughs> do tomorrow do <Due> tomorrow yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: uh but speaking of titles ricochet lost his intercontinental title to to walter gunther
1: yeah uh of course you know wwe you know they changed his name to gunther uh hate that name he was i mean he built a reputation as walter you know he was longest reigning nxt uk champion ever um was walter there was walter at nxt until half about halfway through his run about two-thirds of the way through his run i guess what happened walter he had said he would never move to the states okay so that's why he was always on nxt uk But then I guess he changed his mind and decided, I guess they kind of dangled the main roster thing at him. So he changed his name, which is good for him because if he ever leaves, he can go back to Walter with no problem. And everybody is still, nobody likes Gunther. Nobody likes the name Gunther. Everybody still calls him Walter. I see it on social media all the time. People are like me and it's like, I can't, I'm not calling him that. He's still Walter. Yeah. So he's going to be fine if he ever leaves. But it, it, he, there, <clears throat> excuse me. There's even Walter Chance when he's wrestling on SmackDown. So they're not fooling anybody about changing his name. Nope. But yeah, he he beat Ricochet for the Intercontinental Title. I'm hoping he has a good run because they didn't get really give Ricochet anything to do when he was Intercontinental Champion. They didn't. Um, I mean, he even won the Intercontinental Title on in Distraction. So it's not like he had this amazing match and just won the title.
0: And once again, it may it feel like, uh, look here, have the title for a bit. All right, yeah. give it back.
1: Yeah, it's one of those, everybody's like, can you do something with Ricochet? Okay, we gave him the Intercontinental title. Okay, he's had it a few months. Now give it's it like,
0: back. All right. You know, yep, and we gave you
1: what you, we gave what you asked for. Now shut up. We're, going, we're moving on to somebody else.
0: When I saw Walter, um, when I saw him holding the belt, It's been so long since I've seen the IC title. I I didn't know which belt it was.
1: Yeah. I I don't like that. I don't like that belt. Yeah. And I remember
0: it as a new one, but.
1: Yeah. I don't like that they changed it. I wish they would have stayed with the classic design. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The the kind
0: of white or yellow. I mean, they actually had different.
1: Yeah. They had the. Started out with black. And then, like, it was yellow, white. Like, when Shawn Michaels first had it, he was it was white. The Ultimate Warrior had one with a yellow Yep. Back on it with yellow strap. But I like that version. That's my favorite version of the Intercontinental title.
0: Usually, most of the belts that I like, I prefer like the black belt Mm -hmm. itself, you know, with everything else front. But for some reason, the Intercontinental title, I like that white.
1: The white. Yeah. It just, it just pops. It does. Yeah.
0: uh, Just like the the, the TV title, WCW TV title has to be red. Yes. One of my. yeah, yep.
1: One of my favorite championships ever. I'm one of these days I'm going to be able to buy that belt, but uh, to add to my collection. But yeah, the NWA World Television title, yeah, it has to be that red, that red, that red leather, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and speaking of the NWA TV title, a friend of ours, I mean, I think we're you know, we're yeah. good enough for now we can call him a friend, yeah. Uh, Matthew Melms, also known as just Mems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: he was he was it in the TV title match. Yes.
1: Yeah, he wrestled. He was wrestling Tyrus at the. Um, it was always ready. It was the NWA pay per view in Knoxville, and uh,
0: he got really yeah. hurt. Actually, yeah. you know, he, he he put it on Facebook. Yeah. Because I mean, I was about tempted to send him a message and actually ask him, "Hey, is this, you know, is this mm-hmm. this shoot or work?" And right, just from judging comments, I'm guessing it's a shoot, and. Of course, I'm also thinking, you know how much it would take to hurt Matt Mims?
1: Yeah. That, that, that's, <laughs> a big, that's a big dude. Yeah. Man. But he was wrestling Tyrus, who was a...
0: who was also, he, yeah.
1: A very big dude. So Let's
0: see. He says, busted elbow, dislocated shoulder, and a wicked concussion. Um. Yeah, well, Mims, I mean, he's definitely, you know, ready for him to get better. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's such a, a great person. Um. And he makes us feel stupid. And I say that in a <laughs> and I say that in a good way because
1: Yeah, his uh, his vocabulary is <laughs> like amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's says something about somebody when as big and jacked as what he is, mm-hmm. that's the first thing we think of is Yeah, man, that dude, they call him the walking thesaurus for a reason. Yeah.
1: I you thought know? I had a very good vocabulary until talking to Mems, and it's like Oh, I, gotta first step, I, I gotta step my game. <laughs> the, first time,
0: the first time we interviewed him, I texted you, I'm like, I gotta look up some of the stuff he was
1: saying.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then I felt, I was like, man, you know, am I just slipping or what? And then Devin actually called him to walk into the sword. Yeah. And I was like, okay.
1: But I not like just that us. It, it shows that, you know, because, you know, wrestlers a lot of time get this. Because people still look down on pro wrestling and wrestlers, especially, get this idea. It's like, oh, well, they're too dumb to do anything else. So, right. and it's like, that is absolutely not the case. Some of the most intelligent people you ever meet are pro wrestlers.
0: Yeah. And, you know, well, look at Xavier Woods.
1: Yeah. Man's Doc- got a PhD.
0: Dr. Xavier Woods. That's a real title. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Nikki Cross has a master's degree in English. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and yeah. I'm not saying now, I'm not saying degrees equate to smartness. What I am saying is, though, I mean, she put in a lot of effort because I have a master's degree. It takes a lot of effort to get yeah. <laughs> it, Trust takes me. Of
1: it takes a lot of effort and a lot in intelligence to be able to get that, though. I mean, yeah. they, just, they just don't hand master's degrees out on the corner. Believe me, I know I tried and they, <laughs> and they said, No, you got to go.
0: You're nope. all right, you got to go to school
1: and do the work.
0: Yep. And and I can, but I can also tell you, though, I know several very extremely intelligent people like yourself who don't have a master's degree yeah and you could easily get one yeah you know so and because i've known you for that long (laughs) you know and actually you know kind of a side note out of the four of us between me you our friend who was on the show that did a watch along and my neighbor who used to live behind me yeah female Uh uh-huh how did i how was I the first one to get?
1: The
0: <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out because I mean, y'all are like, I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna finish. No, I was the first. One. Don't know yeah. how that happened, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, but you know, the real title Matthew Mims needs. He needs the ten. Speaking pound
1: of, uh, if you're not on YouTube, Steve is holding his his replica of the ten pounds of gold, the I NWA am- World's Heavyweight Championship. Speaking of which, uh, Matt Cardona had to relinquish the NWA World's title because of his shoulder injury. Yeah, actually, ah, bicep. Okay. Okay. he tore his bicep off the bone, had to have it, had to have surgery at Always Ready in Knoxville. He had to. Man,
0: what's up with people hurt themselves in Knoxville?
1: Well, no, he was hurt before. Ah, okay. It's just he, rel- he had to relinquish the title in, uh, at the pay-per-view. And then Trevor Murdoch ended up winning yep. the title back, which is who is, that's who Matt Murdoch beat to, to win the title in the first place. So, Matt of, uh, I mean, uh, Trevor Murdoch, <laughs> I said no, Matt yeah, Murdoch, not, yeah. not Daredevil, uh, <laughs> Trevor Murdoch. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know that he was in WWE. He won the world tag team titles with, um, what's his name, what's his name, what's his name? What's his name? You're on a blank. Uh, I'm have to look it
0: up now. Uh, I got to put the ten pounds of gold down (laughs) so I can look this up.
1: But Um, while Steve's looking that up, uh, yeah, Trevor Murdoch regained the uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, so this is his second reign. Uh, Another one of those. I'm going to show WWE what they released and go somewhere else and become a a multiple-time world champion.
0: Uh, Let's see. Championships and accomplishments of Trevor Murdoch. Lance Cade.
1: Lance Cade. That's right. Yeah,
0: as soon as you go to it, I mean, there's a picture of them. Mm. Yeah,
1: they were the world. I think they were
0: two, maybe three times world tag team champions. I think it says uh, three times. Okay. And Trevor Murdoch, I think they named it that because he looks like Dick Murdoch.
1: He absolutely does look like Dick Murdoch, Uh, yeah.
0: Thankfully, you know he doesn't have the same beliefs yeah. as yeah. Dick Murdoch. And yeah, I would only want to get into that, <laughs> <laughs> but because when you find out something like that, you're like,
1: yeah, oh. we just say we'll just say Dick Murdoch was not a uh, very nice <laughs> person.
0: Uh, and he was, and I'm, and I'm also going to think y'all worked with him.
1: Yeah, it's like, mm.
0: and I guess they had a weird kind of good working relationship, but I would be kind of hesitant.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: because like, yeah. it wasn't like he was like a fringe, you know, curious kind of person. Which I don't know why you'd be curious, but anyway. Yeah. No, he was a card carrier member.
1: Yeah, exactly. He, he yeah. literally
0: had a card that said, yeah. "I am." Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh but. Is um, there any? Was there I any think, other news? Yeah. Not. um I think that's everything that I've seen so far, besides. Uh, Oh, um, John Moxley and uh, Tanahashi will be wrestling for the interim AEW world title at Forbidden Door. Tanahashi won his match at, I believe it was Dominion in a New Japan pro wrestling show this past weekend. Um, So we have that. Um, Oh, and Jay White beat Okada for the IWGP world heavyweight title. So we okay. may get Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page for the IWGP World Heavyweight Title because Page has said that he wants that title.
0: All right, uh, when is Forbidden Door?
1: Uh, last Sunday in this month.
0: Okay. So, it, wow, here in like a week and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's getting close.
0: Yeah, because July fourth is on a Monday, so. Yeah. I believe. Let me check. Uh, see,
1: Forbidden Door. It's from the United Center in Chicago.
0: Okay, Chicago. I've kind of noticed has become like big time AEW territory.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, another. It's June twenty sixth. Okay. Uh, we also may get which. I'm going to call it now if we get this match it is probably going it's absolutely probably going to be match of the night. Jack Saber Jr who has been regarded as one of the absolute best technical wrestlers in the world has challenged Brian Danielson to a match at Forbidden Door. If we get that mm. match that is going to be a technical masterpiece. Oh my god because Jack Saber Jr is Fantastic. I've watched a lot of his work in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he is just, he is literally on par with Brian Danielson. And that is, you know, not saying that lightly. The, the only two technical wrestlers that I've seen recently that are on par with Brian Danielson is Jonathan Gresham, who is the Ring of Honor World Champion, and Zack Sabre Jr., you
0: got to let me know what that match is
1: going to be. Yes. And
0: we got <laughs> to figure out a way to somehow watch that match. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, we could
1: be getting that match. We could be getting Jay White versus Hangman Page. Definitely getting Moxley and Tanahashi for the interim world title. Uh, there'll be a fatal four-way for the um, new all-Atlantic championship. Uh I don't know what else, but Forbidden Door is shaping up to be a really good show.
0: Well, definitely sounds like it, you know. So, well, as we get closer, maybe we'll have a good um, preview of it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, so... Because um, we'll yeah.
1: actually be looking forward to the show. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, because the WWE lately, well, I'm not going to say the show's laid an egg. I'm saying that our... Excitement for the show, upcoming shows was not that great just because of stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm looking for, I am looking forward to Money in the Bank because I look forward to that show every year. That was because,
0: because there's an objective there. It's yeah. not just, yeah. you know, but they're also not going to have a title show. So we already know the men, men's winner is not going to cash in tonight.
1: Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of one of those who are they strapping the rocket to?
0: Right. And sometimes we'll go, what the crap was that? Why Yeah, you... really Brock Lesnar really
1: like okay there were times when like when Damian Sandow won it he absolutely should have cashed it in. He he should have cashed it in as a surprise and beat a world champion. He mm-hmm. should have been a world champion. Brock Lesnar didn't need the money in the bank briefcase. John nope. Cena didn't need it. Randy Orton didn't need it. Sheamus didn't need it. There was a lot of guys that have won those and I feel like they did it to pad their stat sheets, to pad their accolades, because those were guys that were already had already been multiple time champions, were already cemented, and didn't need the money in the bank to get to help them get over. Because that's what the money in the bank was originally designed to do was help somebody get to that next level, like an edge or a Rob Van Dam, Adolph Ziggler you know, guys like that, you know, to help them get to that next level. And then they started put just putting it on people that were already over. So there was no need, you know, you're just taking this opportunity away from somebody that could use this to get toward the top of the card. And you're just giving it to people who have already been at the top of the card.
0: Or in in one case you got to give it to somebody and it's got to be realistic. Yeah. I could not ever see Otis holding the world title.
1: No. And the, I mean they just made a joke of that. They Yeah. I mean now he Otis was went, like
0: he was a crowd favorite at the time.
1: Yeah. But Honestly, it, it, I like him better in the Alpha Academy with Chad Gable. I like him better as a heel because the the Otis gimmick, yeah, he was over, but that definitely had a ceiling and that had Oh like yeah. A, bushwhackers type, yeah. ceiling. you yeah. know, he wasn't, that was not, that wasn't even a mid card champion ceiling, that gimmick. He, I and mean, he definitely was not going to be a world champion. So no. it, they not, just wasted not, the money in the bank.
0: Not with that beard. No, no, because I mean, they should was, have, they should a, have given the lovable hillbilly. That's kind of like right. what he was.
1: They should have given that money in the bank to Aleister black. Cause Aleister black was in that match. Yes. They should have, they should have given that to him and had him become a future world champion because but, people, people would have wanted that.
0: Mm-hmm. But Vince didn't understand <sighs> Alistair Black, but, it's like,
1: uh, but anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Thursday show probably be another news show that I could tell for right now, unless we can think of, actually, I, you know what I do have, I did shoot your topic today. We right. Yeah,
1: we could do that. Yeah.
0: Yep. So we will have a topic, not just news. We just didn't have enough time because I came with the idea like today yeah <laughs> and so but it, it should be a good one i mean it's more of a an editorial type yeah thing not just straight up news but you know hopefully it be it should be a good show and i will tell you work is starting to kind of ramp up a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know so um at that time yeah not that time so uh and then my other stuff that i'm starting to train for is also kind of kind ramping up too kind of ramping up too so
1: yeah
0: uh but part of that i mean i need for it too because i need to study because i need to get certified on the thing, right and so um but and i will also see you wednesday i'm gonna yep. send you another reminder okay Ho- hopefully your power doesn't go out yeah
1: hopefully, hopefully,
0: my, hopefully <laughs> my power doesn't go out because yeah. i thought it was going to go out earlier but it didn't but yeah so in the cubicle chat dwayne's going to be on there we've been planning this for a month yeah and things happen like power outages yeah you know which is kind of ironic considering what we're going to be talking about (laughs) yeah but until i see you on wednesday and then again thursday god bless
1: god bless